I want to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able, place your hand over your heart right now. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a pre-born baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. We've partnered with Preborn because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter that doubles a baby's chances at life. By six weeks, eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a little baby is able to suck his or her thumb. For just $28, you can be the difference between the life or death of a child. And if you're a business owner, perhaps you can consider a larger donation for a write-off because we know the government isn't working on saving babies. A donation of 1000 2000 20000 All gifts are tax-deductible and will reach eternity. Get involved today to donate just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby that's pound 250 say the keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict that's preborn.com slash verdict when you have health insurance it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs that can be a lot of money But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million dollars. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Welcome to this verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Ben Ferguson with you, the headline senator, and I want to get your reaction to this. It's something you've been talking about literally now for years. The lab leak and that theory of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, they're now admitting is most likely the origin of the COVID-19 pandemic I wish I could say that we're shocked. We're not. And anyone that said this early on, you were included, was a conspiracy theorist. Give me your initial reaction to this. Well, uh, we now have yet another part of the Biden administration admitting what I think has been blazingly obvious for a long time, which is that the covid virus very likely escaped from a Chinese government lab Uh, just In the last 24 hours, the Biden Energy Department, uh, the news has broken, has concluded uh, that that is the likely source of COVID. Now, you didn't have to wait until 2023 to find that out. This podcast has been laying out the facts that connect the COVID virus to the Wuhan Institute for Virology, to the Chinese government labs in Wuhan, China, laying out the facts and fighting against the deliberate disinformation from Democrats, from the media, from big tech, and from the Chinese government itself, with the American government often arm-in-arm in spreading disinformation and trying to squash what the facts actually demonstrate. 
I want to play for people something that is probably not going to be played anywhere else. And it's something that we wanted to do today to go back in time to remind you of this narrative. And if you go back to February the 9th of 2020, uh, the defense that was taking place by China was if you point the finger at us, if you point the finger at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, uh, you are a racist. You are uh, trying to turn people against people that are Chinese and you are a bigoted individual. This happened on Face the Nation, February the 9th, 2020. The ambassador from China was a guest and I want everyone to hear this. Take a listen. And in fact, this week, uh, Senator Tom Cotton, who sits on the Senate Intelligence and Armed Services Committee, suggested that the virus may have come from China's biological warfare program. That's an extraordinary charge. How do you respond to that? I think it's true that a lot is still unknown. And our scientists, Chinese scientists, American scientists, scientists of other countries are doing their best to learn more about the virus. But it's very harmful, it's very dangerous to stir up suspicion, rumors, and spread them among the people. For one thing, this will create panic. Another thing is that it will fan up racial discrimination, xenophobia, all these things that will really harm our joint efforts to combat the virus. Of course, there are all kinds of speculations and rumors. There are people who are saying that these viruses are coming from some military lab, not of China, maybe in the United States. How can we believe all these crazy things? You think it's crazy? Where did the virus Absolutely come from? Absolutely crazy. Where did the virus come from? We still don't know yet. It's probably, according to some initial outcome of the research, probably coming from some animals. But we have to, to discover more about it. Um, there we, we know that's a lie now. And we know the entire time, not only did China lie to the rest of the world, but many within our own media center were trying to sell the lies on the behalf of China and their propaganda. How damning of this is it of an indictment of the media just not doing their jobs? Well, look, that was February of 2020. That was right at the outbreak of the, the pandemic. And it is striking uh, how many of the Democrat talking points and how many of the media talking points and how many of the big tech talking points are literally word for word being dictated by the Chinese government. Uh, you know, that whole diatribe about xenophobia and racism, because, you know, the government of China is very concerned about xenophobia and racism when they're running concentration camps with a million Uyghurs and torturing and murdering them. It, it, it is shameless, but they know that Democrats in the media will happily parrot it. And, and let's go back to two months later. So in April of 2020, Glenn Kessler, who is the Washington Post fact checker, yeah, uh, which which means he is charged. He is their liar in chief. His, his record is so bad. He is so partisan that it becomes laughable. Well, on April 30th, 2020, Glenn Kessler tweeted out, quote, watch this amazing video by two people. Uh, was the new coronavirus accidentally released from a Wuhan lab? It's doubtful. And he has this whole elaborate video that the Washington Post put together. Now, um, at that same time, I responded the next day, and I had a 10-thread, uh, a 10-tweet tweet thread 
just taking this apart. I'm just going to run back through it because it's worth noting. This is at the outset. This this is uh, on May 1st, 2020. Amazing is definitely the right word for this video. The Washington Post, quote, abandoning all pretenses of journalism to produce CCP propaganda would be another way to put it. If this reporter submitted this video in a freshman logic class, it wouldn't receive a passing grade. Let's review the facts. Fact number one, Washington Post admits two separate labs in Wuhan were studying coronaviruses derived from bats. One lab was just 300 yards from the Wuhan wet market. Fact number two, Washington Post admits bats with similar coronaviruses, quote, live in caves 1,000 miles away. Fact number three, Washington Post admits both labs had serious safety concerns resulting in multiple U.S. State Department wires before this crisis warning that shoddy safety protocols could lead to a global coronavirus pandemic. Fact number four, Washington Post admits China destroyed the lab samples after the pandemic started, raising the natural inference that they were afraid what the samples, if examined, would show. All of these facts strongly suggest the virus escaped from one of these CCP labs. At this point, the evidence is circumstantial because the CCP is hiding and blocking any direct evidence. But what is the Washington Post's conclusion? Quote, the balance of the scientific evidence strongly suggests the conclusion that the new coronavirus emerged from nature, be it in the Wuhan market or somewhere else. This is a non sequitur. None of the aforementioned evidence leads to that conclusion. What is the Washington Post basis? Well, Washington Post counterfact number one. The CCP and the lab director, who initially wrote, quote, could the pandemic virus have come from our lab? end quote, now deny it. Quote, this is the Washington Post. She, her team, and the Chinese government have adamantly denied that it could have come from this lab. Washington Post takes that denial from the Chinese communists as true. Washington Post counterfact number two. They quote Dr. Peter Daszak, the head of the EcoHealth Alliance, as saying, quote, China's been incredibly open. I believe it's because it's a scientific collaboration. And in China, they're really proud of their science. They do good work, especially in virology. That's it. Those two counterfacts form 100% of the basis for Washington Post, quote, fact check. And number two, the claim that, quote, China's been incredibly open, end quote, is laughably absurd. They destroyed the lab samples. They punished and they silenced the pandemic whistleblowers. And, and who is this objective source, Dr. Daszak? Well, his organization, EcoHealth Eco Alliance, was receiving, now canceled, U.S. taxpayer dollars to support bat coronavirus research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Why does the Washington Post not disclose his enormous bias, litigation exposure, and conflict of interest? And then finally, 
And is it relevant that the Washington Post is owned by Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, who stands to make billions in China if he pleases the communist overlords? Whatever Washington Post is doing, this is not journalism. It is apologizing for the CCP, trying to cover up their culpability. Now, you, you go back and you think about how long ago this was, and it was a time when there were people that were literally canceled from social media, silenced yes. by doctors, silenced by the CDC. Uh, if you said anything that was out of sorts with what the narrative was, and then we find out that all the conspiracy theories theorists are now, well, we were right, and we were right all along. And there were many in uh, the world of research that also were pointing to this yes. and saying, hey, we think this came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Many of their careers were either stifled or ruined for just saying that. And I want to get your reaction to that. Before we get to that, I want to remind you about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals. Uh, you've seen what's been going on on Wall Street. You see what's going on in the economy. And you've seen what's happening with the feds with inflation. If you are close to retirement, you know right now that you don't have time to make up losses. And that is where Augusta Precious Metals come in. They can help you understand that what can happen and what can work for you with your money with a gold IRA or a 401k. I use Augusta Precious Metals. They're different because they will even tell you if a gold IRA isn't your answer. They give you just the facts. Now, Augusta Precious Metals is all about protecting your IRAs and 401ks in this crazy economy. And it's so important the closer you get to retirement. So if you've saved $100,000 or more, take a look and not only get their free guide, but sign up for their web conference. Now, I've done this one-on-one -on -one web conference. It is amazing. You actually talk to the people at Augusta Precious Metals face-to-face, and you'll learn about what it can do for you with your 401k and your IRA with gold and silver. Call them, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. 877-4, the number 4, GOLD-IRA. Or visit them online, AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Use my uh, promo code BEN, and you can get your fees covered for up to 10 years. AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Senator, I, I, I go back to the people that tried to, and I don't even think they looked at themselves at the time as whistleblowers. I think they just thought they were doing their jobs, getting the yep. facts out. And they were treated like they were basically anarchists. They were crazies. Uh, they were to be silenced, shut down, their lives to be ruined, well, uh, their the, careers the, the to be press, ruined. The press felt no accountability, that, that they were confident they could lie with impunity. You know, the, the 10 tweet thread that I just reviewed a moment ago, do you know how Glenn Kessler responded to that 10 tweet thread that actually went through the facts that, that were obvious then three years ago? Yeah, you would he, be public enemy number one at that point because you were asking questions. Well, he responded with the following, quote, I fear Ted Cruz missed the scientific animation, ah, the animation, in the video that shows how it is virtually impossible for this virus jump from the lab, I think he's missing the word too, or the many interviews with actual scientists. We deal in facts, and viewers can judge for themselves. So, he is pompous and self-satisfied. He has opined, these are the facts. Well, Glenn, I rate 
your video, and your tweet with 439 Pinocchios and a pants on fire and you're full of crap at the same time. Don't worry. They're going to now fact check you on everything for the next six months they, to punish they, they, you for they saying that. Anyway. They, they do That's that true. anyway. And, and, and it, the problem is they're laughably bad at it because they just, what they call facts, are nothing more than left-wing editorial views. They view it as an absolute fact. So this tweet and what Washington Post claimed were the objective facts, now the Biden Department of Energy has concluded is false, that what they said is virtually impossible is in fact what the Biden Department of Energy and the Biden FBI both believe is the likely explanation for what happened. Now, I will confess I'm not exactly holding my breath waiting for the Washington Post to issue a retraction. Uh, I'm not expecting them to fact check themselves because they believe the rules don't apply to them. And I do think there are serious questions to ask about why is it that the media engaged in a concerted effort to silence the obvious inference. Look, we were making this point on the podcast in the first couple of months of the pandemic because the facts were clear even back then, and yet the corporate media had, I believe, a financial interest, a political interest, a partisan interest in silencing the facts and covering up for the Chinese Communist government, and in labeling anyone who pointed out those facts a, a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist, and also using the power of big tech to suppress them. Listen, we know that Dr. Fauci asked Mark Zuckerberg in writing, in email, to suppress people on Facebook posting that the COVID virus came from a Chinese lab. So big tech, and presumably, by the way, all the rest of big tech was equally complicit in silencing those views. It's an example of quite simply relentless media lies well let's talk about the here and now and what the fallout could be or maybe should be from this compared to what's probably going to happen the the lab leak and again i'm going to read this because it's important most likely origin of covid19 pandemic energy department now says came from wuhan u.s's agency has revised their assessments quote based and this is coming from wall street journal uh, on new intelligence. Do we know, Senator, what that new intelligence is? Because, again, I go back to Fauci here. Fauci dismissed the Wuhan lab leak theory as a shiny object. Those were his exact words in an April 2020 email. He called it a shiny object. And so at that point, you got to ask yourself, why was he helping basically China cover this up so much? So I don't know what that new intelligence was. And, and one of the reasons why I'm speaking so freely about it now on this podcast is I haven't seen the classified briefing at issue. This this broke. Somebody leaked the classified briefing. Uh, I haven't gotten it. Uh, I will be back in Washington this week in the Senate. I'm certainly going to press to see. I want to see this Department of Energy report that that has now been leaked. But since I haven't seen it, I'm not revealing classified information. I don't know what's in it. What I do know is what the press did was so comprehensive. So let me let me run through several examples and, and actually comfortably smug 
who is a friend and is great on Twitter, uh, put together a thread of just some of the most egregious media lies trying to cover up the origins of COVID. So, for example, PolitiFact gave a Tucker Carlson guest a pants on fire for the, quote, debunked conspiracy theory that COVID came from a lab. Now, I went to PolitiFact's credit, they've since withdrawn that blatantly false fact check. But they started with pants on fire and debunked because their view is, well, the Chinese communists tell us, so it must be true. Here's another example. Media Matters said influential podcast host Joe Rogan spread an unfounded claim that COVID-19, quote, comes out of a lab in Wuhan. And of course, they haven't corrected that. Um, the New York Times reporter, right? This is a New York Times reporter, uh, Apurva Mandevili, who tweeted in May of 2021, Someday we will stop talking about the lab leak theory and maybe even admit its racist roots. But alas, <laughs> that day is not yet here. So that's a New York Times reporter who, what is she doing? Repeating the talking points from the Chinese Communist Party. How about another time? Uh, after Trump and Pompeo had floated the lab leak theory, CNN's Don, Don Lemon, who we talked about a lot in our last podcast, asked on air, quote, how far off are the president's claims compared to what your sources are telling you? CNN senior reporter Alexander Markhart, well, Don, they're pretty much the exact opposite. And how about this? MSNBC's Nicole Wallace, quote, Donald Trump is turning his intelligence community to now investigate a conspiracy theory about COVID coming from a lab in Wuhan. Here's another example from the editor-in-chief of Scientific America. Uh, this is March 26, 2021. Quote, on CNN, former CDC director Robert Redfield shared the conspiracy theory that the virus came from the Wuhan lab. Epidemiologists and virologists are doing heroic and urgent work on social media, debunking everything he said. Thanks so much to them. Now, and now pause to reflect on that. The former director of the CDC had the guts to speak out and say, say the truth. And what happened? The left universally hammered down and decided we're going to try to discredit the former director of the CDC, just like they went after doctors at Stanford and Harvard or Yale who dared take them up. This was a concerted effort at lying, and every person who engaged in these lies should be held accountable. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart -heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter that doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, 
the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Hey, Ben Ferguson here. And if you're an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio. I want you to visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. So visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity. And Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. It goes back to even CNN now trying to cover themselves. And I want to play audio from today where they actually came out and tried to somehow report this news while downplaying it. I'm going to play that for you in just a moment. I want to remind you about our good friends over at Chalk. If you're a guy and you're getting older, and you might feel like you're losing some of that strength and vitality, well, you're not alone. Uh, it's a real problem, and the loss of testosterone levels are off uh, for many men as they get older. It's a historical cliff, and right now, for many men, it's at an all-time low. Thankfully... The Patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men take back their right to proudly maximize their masculinity by actually boosting testosterone. Now, this is not approved by the left. I just want to be clear about that. They can help you boost your testosterone up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking Chalk. I'm actually uh, using something. You ought to check it out. It's great. The Male Vitality Stack. And you can go online right now, choq.com. That's choq.com. Use the code BEN. You'll get 35% off any chalk subscriptions for life. Now, subscriptions are cancelable anytime, so you're going to save a lot. So get back to the way you used to feel. Go online to choq.com. Check out the Male Vitality Stack and their other great products, Chalk, choq.com. Use promo code BEN. You'll get 35% off any Chalk subscription. Now, Senator, CNN this morning, they come out, want to, you know, cover the, quote, breaking news. The U.S. Department of Energy is assessing that COVID-19 likely resulted from a lab leak, but they still want you to know they think the chances of this being... Uh, right, are still low, but they're reporting it as fact. Listen carefully. 
updated classified intel report saying that the U.S. Department of Energy has assessed that the source of the COVID-19 pandemic likely came from a China lab leak. But there is one major caveat. Sources at the Department of Energy tell CNN that the report has, quote, low confidence. Senator, low confidence. I mean, the U.S. Department of Energy assesses that this happened, and then they come back and they're like, well, it's low confidence that the COVID-19 likely resulted from a China lab leak. How much do you have to fall over yourself to look like you're stupid when you're announcing news from the U.S. Department of Energy this way? Well, they're trying desperately to, to, to cover their own terrible track record because CNN and The Washington Post and The New York Times refuse to conduct actual journalism. They repeat left-wing talking points, even if they come directly from the Chinese Communist government. Now, it is true that at least according to the leaks, and as I said, I have not seen this intelligence briefing, but according to the leaks, the Energy Department made its judgment with, quote, low confidence. And, and, and that's typical in an intelligence briefing that they give you the level of confidence, whether it's low or moderate or high. Uh, and so it concluded this was the likely source, but uh, it, it said with low confidence. You know what CNN didn't say? at least in the segment you played there, they may have acknowledged this elsewhere on CNN, which is the FBI came to the same conclusion, and the FBI has that conclusion with, quote, quote, moderate confidence. So you've got two agencies in the Biden administration that hold this view. One, the Department of Energy that has particular experience and expertise with labs, and the other, the FBI, which you would think would know something about evidence. Uh, and nevertheless, just a couple of years ago, saying what the Biden FBI and Biden Energy Department are now reluctantly acknowledging would get you silenced, blocked, canceled, and ridiculed to high heaven because, you know, this really ought to be every newsroom that lied about this Heads should roll. If, if there actually were responsible editors, if there were responsible owners of papers, the people who lied about this should lose their jobs. As it is, they'll skate by with, with complete impunity. What about Fauci? And you think some of this maybe is actually coming out now because Fauci's there, no longer there to control the information or the narrative. And and I say that as a loaded question, but I want to play audio to back up that theory. Fauci, if you go back to June of, uh, of, of 2021, he was on TV. He had the NIH background behind him from Bethesda, Maryland. He was talking on CNN. And this is what he had to say about the lab, the China lab leak theory. He said, quote, it was far out to think that China would, quote, endanger its own people and then went on to mock people that think this. Listen. I would have the time to go. So that's a moot point. Um, you've had the distinct honor and pleasure of having some of your emails, many of your emails released to the public over the last few days. Uh, and there have been questions or controversy, some ginned up, um, but some questions raised about some of them. And I want to get you on the record uh, addressing some of them. Um, there was an email sent to you from an executive at EcoHealth Alliance. And this is one of the companies that funded some of the research at the Wuhan lab. And this email thanked you uh, for basically saying you believed that the origins of the coronavirus were natural. This email said, quote, I want, wanted to say a personal thank you on behalf of our staff and collaborators for publicly standing up 
in stating that the scientific evidence supports a natural origin for COVID-19 from bat to human spillover, not a lab release from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That email was April 18th. Now, there are some of your critics who say this shows you have too cozy of a relationship with the people behind the Wuhan lab research. What do you say to that? Oh, that's nonsense. I don't even see how they get that from that email. That email was sent to me from them. I have always said, and will say today to you, John, that I still believe the most likely uh, origin is from an animal species to a human, but I keep an absolutely open mind that if there may be other origins of that, there may be another reason. It could have been a lab leak. I believe if you look historically, what happens in the animal-human interface, that in fact the more likelihood is that you're dealing with a jump of species. But I keep an open mind all the time. And that's the reason why I have been public that we should continue to look for the origin. That email in no way, you can misconstrue it however you want. That email was from a person to me saying, thank you for, for whatever it is he thought I said. And I said that I think the most likely origin is a jumping of species. I still do think it is at the same time as I'm keeping an open mind that it might be a lab leak. There was an email. Doesn't sound like he's keeping an open mind, does it? Well, the FBI and the Biden Department of Energy have both concluded now that what Fauci just said there is wrong. Uh, not only that, his claim of an open mind, you know what he didn't address? The fact that he asked Zuckerberg to silence anyone that dared say anything contrary to the official line coming from the Chinese communist government. And he tried to orchestrate uh, people in, in the scientific and medical world to similarly suppress discussion of the evidence that this came from a Chinese lab. It's worth underscoring this podcast had multiple entire pods devoted to laying out that evidence early in the opening months of this pandemic when CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, none of them could be bothered to report on news. Verdict was there. Let's talk about one other aspect of this, and that is the side of it where many people believe that Fauci lied to Congress. Do you believe that Fauci lied to Congress based on now what we know? And is there any accountability if you do lie to Congress, if you're a liberal? Well, on the latter, the answer is no. The chances that the Biden Justice Department will prosecute Fauci for lying to Congress, unfortunately, I think are 0.0%. I have asked Attorney General Merrick Garland whether he intended to prosecute Fauci, and he dodges those questions. He refuses to answer those questions. I've asked the FBI. They dodge those questions. Look, Fauci flat out told Congress under oath that the federal government was not funding gain of function research at the Wuhan Institute for Virology. The National Institute, NIH, in writing, confirmed that they were funding gain of function research. What is gain of function research? It is research that alters the characteristic of a virus, makes it, for example, more transmissible, makes it more lethal, makes it more likely to impact humans. All those are the sorts of things that gain-of-function research can do. It is incredibly controversial, and it is incredibly dangerous because you are creating pathogens that can be deadly. And Fauci's answer to Congress is flat-out inconsistent with, 
with what the NIH has said publicly in writing. And by the way, lying to Congress, as Fauci did, is a felony punishable by with jail time. But you know what? You can't send him to jail if the Department of Justice, which under our Constitution, it is only the executive branch that can prosecute if the Biden Department of Justice puts politics above the law and refuses to prosecute him. So I think we should. Con- and, and listen, the relevance of, of the gain of function research is worth noting is there are huge lessons to be learned going forward if the entire COVID pandemic is the result of man-made changes to a virus to make it more dangerous to people. That is, number one, a powerful warning to stop screwing around and creating the next horrific pandemic that could result in a much, much higher death toll and, and, and potentially millions and millions dead. But number two, it goes straight to the culpability of the Chinese communist government. And, and you know, the ch- tweet thread that I started started this pod reading, I pointed out one of the most damning inference, uh, uh, damning facts is that we know the Chinese lab destroyed their samples immediately after the pandemic happened. Now, in the criminal justice system, if you destroy evidence, uh, Frequently, a court or a jury can draw an inference that you are destroying evidence because it implicates you in guilt. It demonstrates destroying evidence. Once you know that evidence could be relevant, demonstrates a guilty conscience that you're trying to hide something. And and so at this point, I, I don't believe there is compelling evidence that China was developing this as a bioweapon, in other words, as something deliberately... You think this was genuinely an accident, is the question I was going to ask you next. You know, what I think is compelling is that it escaped from a Chinese lab. That, I believe, is the overwhelming likely out uh, sources that escaped from a Chinese lab. That it was created in a Chinese lab, that they took an existing coronavirus and enhanced it in the Chinese lab... I believe that is more likely than not. I don't think the evidence is nearly as compelling as it is that it escaped from a Chinese lab. So I think there's some chance this was a naturally occurring virus that escaped from the Chinese lab. I think it is more likely this is a man-made virus that escaped from the Chinese lab. And, and, And I have not seen compelling evidence that even if it was created in a Chinese lab, that it was created to be a weapon, that it was created to be deliberately released. I think the more likely inference is they were doing research on it. We know that their safety protocols were shoddy. The U.S. State Department said so in wires before the pandemic happened, that they were worried about a coronavirus worldwide pandemic from these labs. And and I think what is likely is they were doing research. They screwed up. They were sloppy. It was an accidental leak. And then China has desperately been trying to cover it up since that happened. And the media and big tech and Democrats have been more than happy to go along with that. I want to talk to you about trust or lack of trust in the American people that the American people may have right now with our government in the future, with other things that, that happen and pandemics that could happen. Before I get to that, I want to tell you about our friends at Patriot Mobile. If you've got a cell phone and your cell phone is with big tech, you need to know that uh, they're probably fighting against what you believe in. We're talking about fighting for freedom of speech. We're talking about the Second Amendment. We're talking about 
protecting the life of the unborn. That's where Patriot Mobile comes in. 99% of you listening, you have a cell phone. Probably about 99% of you are listening on a cell phone right now or using your cell phone to play this audio. And that means that you can actually switch to Patriot Mobile and you make a difference every month when you pay your bill. When you use your cell phone, when you text, you're actually setting up for what you believe in. Because Patriot Mobile is the only Christian conservative cell phone company. They take a portion of your bill every month and they give it back to conservative causes and organizations that you help choose to support. We're talking about setting up for our first and second amendment rights. We're talking about setting up for the life of the unborn. We're talking about even helping with adoptions. Patriot Mobile is a company I've been using now literally for years. So if you've never checked them out, check them out. If you have a business or a small business, they have a business division, they can help change over all of your lines. You get to keep your same cell phone number. You get to keep your same cell phone 99% of the time. So go and see what they can offer you and how much money you may be able to save while standing up for what you believe in. 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. Or online at patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Or 878-PATRIOT. Use promo code VERDICT for the best deals of the day. Let's talk about trust, Senator. There's a lot of Americans that do not trust the government. When it comes to health issues now, that worries me because there's going to be something that happens in the future where we're going to need to see leaders that give us intel, give us information that we trust. And it's not just now with this um, about face from our government saying, OK, the lab leak, yeah, most likely actually came from Wuhan. It, it was actually out of a lab. The Energy Department is now saying that. But there's another trust issue here, and, and I'm going to play Fauci. He went on late night, Stephen Colbert, and he said this uh, back last year in, I think it was September, October. Take a listen. Is the science in on whether the vaccine is safe? Oh, without a doubt, it's been given to billions of people in billions of doses. So there's no doubt safety is off the table. There's no doubt it's safe. But the important point is that if you reason with people and show the statistics of the number of hospitalizations and deaths, among unvaccinated people compared to people who are vaccinated and up to date on their booster, the curves go hospitalization and death for people unvaccinated, hospitalization and deaths for people who are vaccinated. To have people just look at the data, that's not going to convince everybody. But for people who at least put a little bit stock in data, they should understand that. Senator, there's a lot of people asking a lot of questions now about yeah. side effects of the vaccine. I don't think it's crazy to ask that. But when he says the way that he just said it, absolutely, it's safe. There's no problems. There's no issues. There's no side effects. This is safe. And now we see people that are coming up with different things that happen after they believe they got the vaccine. Yep. There's research into it. How do you expect anybody to trust our government leaders in the future when it comes to public health and public safety issues? If this is the type of rhetoric we get from guys like Fauci with no apology ever. I think there is no bureaucrat in the history of the country who has done more damage than Dr. Fauci. I think there is no scientist or doctor in the history of the country who has done more damage to the credibility of the scientific and medical community than Dr. Fauci. His willingness to lie his willingness to state things as irrefutable facts when the evidence does not back that up, and his willingness to change on a dime as the politics supported it, is resulted in millions 
and maybe even hundreds of millions of Americans who now have deep, deep skepticism for the next thing some government doctor tells them. Now, that could have devastating effects. Look, God forbid we have a pandemic of something like, you know, I don't know, Ebola or something that has an incredibly high fatality rate and, and could, if it began spreading in, in serious numbers, could result in a massive numbers of death. Given the enormous skepticism people have because they've seen Fauci lying and lying and lying and being certain of his lies at every step, I, I worry about how we're going to deal with the next major threat. And I don't understand why Fauci couldn't have said, look, in my judgment, the benefits of taking the vaccine exceed the cost. That, that was his judgment. That's fine to say if he wants to say that. If he wanted to say, if you're in a particularly vulnerable population, if you're very elderly, if you're immunocompromised, he could say, in his judgment, the benefits of taking the vaccine substantially exceed the costs and risks. That's actually how a reasonable scientist or doctor advises you. That's how someone who's not being a propagandist advises you. Now, he would have to at the same time say, well, the data for children, for toddlers to take the vaccine, the risks we know from the COVID virus are very low for young children, and the risks are unknown. That would actually be an honest assessment, but he wouldn't say that because he, he has decided not to be in the business of giving honest and fair assessments. And, and it's the danger of the boy who cried wolf. Um, he's the boy who cried COVID. And the consequence, the next person at the CDC, the next government scientist, the next crisis we have, we may see a whole lot of people die because our government has destroyed much of the credibility of their own medical and scientific teams. And I think Fauci is directly responsible for that. Senator, I know there's a lot of Americans that are certainly hoping that the Republicans, at least leading in the House side, will be able to look into this, investigate, get some real answers uh, and have some accountability for those that are working for our government that we pay with our tax dollars. They want there to be some accountability here so they don't just get to walk around and make things up as they go based on politics. Look, I think it's incredibly important that there be accountability. I think it's important that Congress hold hearings. I'm on the Senate Judiciary Committee. I'm on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Both both committees ought to be holding hearings on this, examining the origins of COVID, examining the liability of, of the communist China Chinese government for potentially creating this virus, for at a minimum negligently allowing it to escape, and for covering up the evidence and, and resulting in the loss of millions of lives and trillions of dollars. There should be real liability. That means Congress needs to hold them to account. I have no confidence Democrats in the Senate will be willing to do so, but I'm hopeful uh, that at least the Republican majority in the House will. You know, I'll point out one other data point, which all of the media outlets that, that insist that, 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 that insisted for years this couldn't have come from, from a lab leak, just one data point, which is... Three researchers from the Wuhan Institute of Virology became sick in November of 2019. 
So before the pandemic was was known, before the outbreak had widely occurred, and they became sick enough that they sought hospital care. And and at least according to public reports, the sick researchers were directly involved in coronavirus research. That's pretty compelling when you've got three researchers checking themselves into the hospital in November of 2019, right before this pandemic erupts across the globe. And yet, even that fact didn't cause Fauci to blink, didn't cause the media to blink, didn't cause big tech to blink. And elevating politics above people's lives and above truth is is one of the reasons that 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 so many have died, but it's also one of the reasons why so many now deeply distrust so-called government experts. Yeah, many people may forget we were heading into a presidential election season when all of this went down and it was a candidate and a Republican Party that was thriving with their policies. And it was uh, many saw it as an opportunity to really knock on Trump and other Republicans in that in that election coming up. I will say one other thing. Don't forget, uh, this is why we do the show, so that we give you these clips and info that you're not going to get anywhere else. This is one of those shows I'll ask you. Make sure you share it with your family and your friends. Many of the the clips that we played, the piece of audio here, you're not going to hear it anywhere else. So share it with your family and friends. Write us a five-star review as well, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.